Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Edcom 2, Wither. Some time ago, Congress announced that it was convening Education Commission, Edcom, 2. And everybody was excited, at least those who cared about the state of education, for there is so much that needs repairing, even overhauling or dismantling. But it has been months, and we have not heard from it since. Earnestness means preparedness to take the bold, probably painful, steps necessary to address what is dysfunctional about education, such a crucial component of Philippine society. If legislators keep to themselves, not much will be accomplished. They are not in the classrooms. They neither teach nor study. Once upon a time, they perhaps did. They do not administer nor supervise schools. If this is to be something serious and honest, as it should be, then educators who are not beholden to the present regulatory agencies of government that deal with education, Department of Education, Commission on Higher Education, CHED, Legal Education Board, Technical Education and Skills Development Authority, must be involved, and it will not do to involve them only to get their token consent when the plans have been formulated. A fundamental issue that should be addressed is a concept of education, and while many dismiss this as too academic, too philosophical, perhaps best taken up in a philosophy of education class, the fact is that in matters of great importance, there is hardly anything more practical than a good theory. Before we enter into discussions over the minutia of curriculum, course content and method of delivery, we have been advised by thoughtful people in the history of ideas that we should ask ourselves what we think of education, because on that fundamental level alone, we will find the reason for many of the ills of our present education set up in this country. There are many motherhood statements in the Constitution on what education should deliver. But where is the center of gravity? What is the pivotal consideration? In basic education, are we targeting the early exit of pupils from the educational system and equipping them with skills for ready employment? That seems to be the thrust of the Philippine Qualifications Framework. But is that what basic education should be? It disturbs me, as it should every concerned Filipino, that many of our pupils in junior and senior high school cannot read, and this is by no means an isolated phenomenon. Quite disturbingly, it is becoming more common, and, unbelievably, we go on, as if nothing is the matter at all. Should we not be asking ourselves why it is that when matters were simpler, and the curriculum did not have all the sophistication imprinted on it by the myriad idiosyncrasies of educational planners and regulators, our pupils did better at such a fundamental skill as reading and comprehension? There can hardly be any doubt that the almost insane pace at which curricula and programs of study change in basic education has adversely affected the learner. It starts with the teacher, how can she reasonably be expected to have mastery over subject matter and delivery if she must relearn both content and delivery whenever political winds shift direction? Education that is hostage to politics becomes a parody of education. The whole idea behind K-12 was preparing students for tertiary education better or, in the alternative, providing them with exit competencies that make them gainfully employable. Now, we should ask ourselves whether those twin goals have been met. My own experience teaching collegiate students is disappointing. I do not find any marked improvement. If anything at all, I find students in the classroom who have difficulties with comprehension and whose consciousnesses are saturated with trivialities. This is ironic, 
considering that there are sources of learning and information unavailable to earlier generations. There are so many YouTube uploads that are truly instructive and helpful, along with the trash that one will also find there. Regrettably, many of our basic education pupils follow TikTok more eagerly than they do truly helpful uploads or podcasts. As for employability, most graduates of senior high school seek admission into university-level education. Higher education is in a worse state, with a regulatory agency, CHED, groping in the dark and thrashing aimlessly about, clutching at any popular topic at one moment and letting it go for another fad the next moment. The plethora of CHED memorandum orders issued by the DeVira-led commission has not been helpful. If anything at all this surfeit of regulations has had a stultifying effect on colleges and universities. Professors and subject chairs are the experts. Regulators are not experts. They are merely agents of the state to protect the public from the unscrupulous who make education a lucrative enterprise, which it is. But what Chet has done is to make itself the wet blanket cast on the enthusiasm of innovative, creative and brilliant academics who would like to take their students and their institutions through exciting journeys of scholarly investigation. This refers to both content and method of delivery. But when you have a decadent agency like the Ched dictating what may or may not be done, what may or may not be taught, who to admit and who to keep out, how and how not to teach, then not only is the vaunted academic freedom so often mentioned with unction and respect to higher education thrashed, but cold water is cruelly doused on the visions of genuine educators who dare to dream, smothered by fetid water from the stagnant pools of bureaucratic interference and meddling. EdCom 2 is Congress' chance to listen to educators, to those whose voices and whose thoughts truly count. It should be a working policy of Congress to exclude from EdCom government bureaucrats who have found in the way we were their refuge against the challenge of new and bold ways of thinking, their rampart against what they consider the assaults of those who dare joust against their limp and rickety orthodoxy. No, it cannot be one of EdCom's purposes to see how we can send Filipinos abroad faster to service foreign markets. In fact, one of the pressing matters that EdCom should attend to is how Filipino intelligence, talent and ingenuity can be made to serve the Filipino. EdCom should coax the blooming of a hundred flowers, so that the more fierce the contention of thought will be, the more profound and rational the solutions may be that can be introduced to solve the maladies that plague education in the Philippines, and while it will not do to transplant foreign models, an experiment repeatedly tried that has repeatedly failed, neither will it do to reject them. EdCom is designed to provide a blueprint for legislation and when a program worth passing into law is finally presented, I pray that it will dawn on our legislators that the most patriotic thing that they can do for the country is to restrain themselves from stymieing its promise with the compromise and horse trading so characteristic of politics. Rani underscore Aquino at sanbeta.edu.ph Rani underscore Aquino at csu.edu.ph Rani underscore Aquino at outlook.com